What are some things that you like about the Mandalorian? Piss over this house. <laughs> Start your sublight engines. It's time for Rupalp's Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. Welcome to our first official episode covering the Mandalorian because we were not with you for the first two seasons. In preparation for season three beginning soon, we wanted to make sure we talked about seasons one and two before we get there so you can get our official Rupalp's Mandalorian thoughts. I'm Claudia. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me on social media at Kaludia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. Um, my gender this week is um, Din Djarin's fall in order moment. It seems like from the trailer that he is going to be going excavating some things, um, some old, I almost said old archaeology things. I was like, that's not a word. He's just going to be going and excavating ancient things on Mandalore. Wait, and I think archaeology isn't a word. <laughs> No, is that no, what you it, just said? No, I just meant that that's not a phrase. Like, archaeology things. That's just not a thing. Okay, gotcha. I thought you were trying to discredit the entire practice of archaeology. Yeah, actually, RuPalp's official stance on uh, archaeology. Fuck them. No. I did think that when you were like, Din is in his Fallen Order era, I was like, I don't remember a part in the trailer where he had to push a really big ball into a certain socket so he could move forward. Here's the thing. I bet that's something that he's going to have to do. I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on social media at Kawaii Jessio. And my gender this week is popping Grogu in the blender and turning him into a puree. Oh my okay, God. no, because that takes green juice to a whole new level. I know that if I drank that, my skin would clear. I would look perfect. I think it would really fix me. You're giving Moff Gideon right now. <laughs> That's what Moff Gideon actually wanted to um, get Grogu for. Not to, like, help with cloning Palpatine. It's just to make the Grogu green juice. Moff Gideon's going on a juice cleanse, not clickbait. <laughs> so I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. And you can find me on social media uh, pretty much everywhere at the Jewish Jedi. And my gender this week is a callback to last week's episode, which is Dick's Nation. It really hasn't left my mind since it was said out loud. I sort of see him in my dreams now. <laughs> oh, Dick's Nation. I'm a Dick's Nation girl. Now you know what it feels like to be me. That's been me for the last two two seasons of The Mandalorian. I first saw him before he even was in the show. I would like to say that I'm still I'm still a Din Cobb person through and through, but Axe Woves and Din Djarin, Dick's Nation, if you will. Uh, I hope to see that work out. Why don't they just have a polycule? I've solved it. Everyone, I've solved the problem. Din Djarin, Combanth, and Axe Wolves will enter a polycule in season three of The Mandalorian. Hope this helps. Hello. My name is Mel. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on social media at Melvin Culpa and on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. And my gender this week is actually um, the beginning of a movement. Um, I want to get this hashtag trending. Um, it's hashtag bangs for Bo-Katan. I think that the natural conclusion to her character arc is getting bangs. I I have to agree. Oh. I would say if Bo-Katan had gotten bangs like in the Clone Wars era, like she wouldn't have done all that bullshit that she did in the Clone Wars. Like joining Death Watch is the equivalent of getting bangs, I think mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So yeah, I think that Satine has said to her, I think <laughs> quote, a quote I also feel like Bo-Katan just screams to me the child who got a really um, unfortunate haircut as like a 
toddler, like one of their first haircuts was really bad bangs. Like it made them look like a fryer type moment. And I think that she's just been recovering from that from ever since. And so I think it's natural for her character progression to kind of have that rebirth, if you will. Destigmatizing. Yes. I do think it'd be funny if we had sort of a very dramatic scene where set to some kind of uppy pop song where she did her own banks with a lighter in a like a dimly lit gas station bathroom. <gasps> with the dark saber? <laughs> so true. Focus wait, on cutting her bangs wait. with a dark saber is something I need. That's why she needs it so bad. It's not to rule Mandalore. That's just like she's like, yeah, whatever, I need to rule Mandalore. It's really because she needs a dark saber so she can give herself bangs. I Okay, no, because also everyone's like, are you going to, like, make a crown or anything? And she's like, I already did. And she just sort of gestures to the bangs. I'm just imagining her with the Lord Farquaad haircut now. <laughs> Chin up, queen. Your bangs are falling. Stop. Oh, my God. No, because, first of all, I would still support her. I would still say, well, I get what you're going through. But I do think it would be extremely funny to her to, for her to have, like, straight across but very slightly uneven bangs. Like, you can tell she just couldn't commit to the bit all the way through. <laughs> I am obsessed with that. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> having bangs. Well, that's the thing. It's less of an actual visual and more of a, like, emotional, like, catharsis. Cutting your hair with with the Darksaber or just any lightsaber does not sound pleasant. I feel like that could damage part of your hair. <laughs> Okay, well, we have a canonical instance of this happening. If you remember, in Midnight Horizon, Wreath's Padawan braid that's does true, get that's cut true. via lightsaber. So does so, Keeve Trennis's. I Yeah, that's true. I didn't think of Keeve's, even though wow, that's a hate visual. To, hate to see a woman winning. Yeah, and during Black History <laughs> Month, that's really fucked up of me. I feel like they do that just for, like, the symbolism. And then they, like, go back later on and, like, actually fix the, like, little area where the rat tail was cut off, you know? No, literally, like, I, I imagine, like, you know, you've seen one of those, like, videos on YouTube.com.edu where, like, a person, like, is, like, straightening their hair and, like, they take it up way and it's, like, burnt off. Oh, that's you what mean I assume cutting your classics of YouTube? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that's a classic of YouTube.edu. Who hasn't seen that video, Mel? A lot. You know what, kid, Claudia? You're about 8 million years oh. old. <laughs> Claudia, you say that, and then at the same time, whenever we be, like, talking about a meme on, like, TikTok or Twitter or something, and then you go back and try to explain it to our, like, viewers, and we're like, Claudia, everyone has seen that, and you're like, you don't know that. You have to like, explain it to people, and you're doing that exact no, literally. same thing. Remember when we had to explain the Megan trailer? <laughs> you remember that? And we that do was, it again. Okay, well, to be fair, that was more like a catharsis, honestly. When will Megan be in The Mandalorian Season 3? I think Megan should be the next ruler of Mandalore. The Megalore? Yeah, the Megalore. Okay, no, because here's the thing. I just, I know that she would sort of strut in, and I use the word strut to sort of paint a picture. I know that she would strut into the throne room on Mandalore, and they would all go, well, uh, she's the clear choice. And they would sort of hand her the dark saber. So true. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Oh my God. Mandalorian season three. Instead of like a recap of like what you missed on Boba Fett, like the last couple episodes, which are to say Mandalorian season 2.5. Instead, we decanonize that, right? We cut back to Luke's Jedi school, right? Where he's like, da 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 da, it's me and Grogu, hee 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 hee, twinking around or whatever. And then 
Luke realizes that Grogu is lonely. He doesn't have any little friends to play with. Q, Taylor Swift's It's Nice to Have a Friend. Megan. It's Megan and Grogu. Wait, because here's the thing. I know a lot of people have been saying, like, it's really weird having Luke be this, like, deep-faked AI. We need to recast him. (gasps) Allison Williams is right there. Oh, holy (gasps) shit. Okay, wait. I will say she's played men before. She played Peter Pan in that NBC live um, <laughs> live production of Peter Pan. Holy shit. So I no. think that she could do it. This is perfect because then you could even have Grogu's first words be, oh my God, were you on Girls? <laughs> she could be like, yes, <laughs> I was. Oh, you know what? Out. No one gives a shit about Girls. Don't bring it up okay. again on this podcast. The housing bubble has not popped yet, Noah. I don't know how to tell you guys this, but that's a quote from an SNL skit last week. So why don't you all check yourself? <laughs> they were talking about <laughs> girls on SNL. That shit's embarrassing. Yes, because 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 they made a Megan's they made a, a Megan two where she has poppers to feed gay people, which I thought was I do remember hilarious. that. And at the end, Allison Williams comes in and she's like, "Oh my god, help! She's evil." And then one of them was like, "Oh my god, were you on girls?" <laughs> Shit. Noah, I'm sorry I came for you like that. That was mean, uncalled for, and cunty. You guys call me old, yet Noah's the one watching SNL. <laughs> but it was about okay, Megan. No. That gets a pass. Yeah. Also, I saw the clip on TikTok. I was not going to YouTube.com and going SNL and hitting enter. Be serious now. It's far more embarrassing that I've watched any amount of girls, so at least come for something realistic. Like the you have such a like a clear target. At least you were watching it on like Facebook videos. So let's take the wins where we can get them. I'm on Instagram Reels watching Saturday Night Live. <laughs> did, did you guys know that some people watch TV on their television? I know that's crazy. Not on YouTube. That's their problem. Okay. Yeah. Now Claudia is sounding like a bit of like a boomer meme here. So back in my day, we TiVo'd things. Back in my TiVo? day, we had to watch Megan on our phones. I'm just saying. <laughs> As God intended. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. Megan in Mandalorian armor could be really revolutionary. I think that she would kill it. I agree. Also, I'm waiting for the the day that I can watch Megan all on my phone through TikTok clips. Like, like, <laughs> so true. Like, like parts. Yeah. Exactly. My name is Ollie. I use any pronouns. You can find me on social media at Ollie Fresh. That's fresh with a PH. And my gender this week is Grief Karga's favorite music of 2022 a list that includes american teenager by ethel kane <laughs> no y'all remember when barack obama did that not to compare yeah. grief cargo to barack obama but it's just one of those things that i'm like i feel like i just can't imagine barack obama listening to it and i feel like similar about grief cargo in the way that he's like an older more you know an older guy and he's like whatever but it's also like i feel like grief cargo would get it more than barack obama does i am just sort of um fixed mentally on the concept of grief cargo listening to gibson girl like alone in his room (laughs) i really think that that's because because if you listen to american teenager i feel that you're going like the right person is going to fall down these sort of american teenager like whole pipeline listen to the entire album so this means that i need to see in the mandalorian season three uh, grief Karga dancing to Gibson Girl. That's my that's my um, my goal. Perhaps while Megan is there, I would love if Megan were also there. 
during the Gibson Girl yeah. choreographed dance routine. Okay, I know that Megan and Grief Cargo would be besties. You're so right. Wait. No, because wait, you're so correct. Wait, they replaced Cara Dune with Megan? Okay, first of all, that is Slay. Now that's a concept. Now that being said, we already have had a Megan in canon, guys, that we've completely forgot about. IG-11! IG-11! <gasps> okay, so this is how we bring IG-11 back. But IG-11 and Megan are now the same person. Oh, shit! I think that IG-11 should just put on a really sliving blonde wig and then be like, it's me, Megan. And then we'll be like, yes, that is normal. She has always been here. Spoilers for Megan. I think that might just be what Megan does in the next Megan movie. Yeah, low-key. I think that you're right. IG-11 doing the Megan dance? Let's discuss. (laughs) IG-11's cover of Titanium. No, no, because because I also want to see IG-11 stand next to Alice Williams and be like, you're exhausting, I swear to God. IG-11 being like, Jesus Christ, I thought we were friends. IG-11 being Holy like, shit. if she comes in this room. No, because IG-11 being like, if she comes in this room, I'll rip your head right off your neck, I swear to God. I love her. <laughs> I think she's perfect. That, that was IG-11 and freaking Jason Sudeikis Stormtrooper or whatever the fuck it was. So true! <laughs> Wow, wow. Here's how Megan and Star Wars can still win. God, can't we just turn this into a Megan podcast, Claudia? I don't care if you haven't seen it yet. Get with the times. <laughs> the Megdalorian is actually now what this uh, podcast is about. So obviously, I said before, we did not exist when seasons one and two of The Mandalorian occurred. Um, So we were like, you guys, I, and obviously we've talked about that man before at length but we decided we haven't talked about the show so um we just wanted to have a little moment to discuss all things mandalorian as we get back into the groove of things um i guess first we should talk about like all the things that we like because i mean in general i think across the board we all very much like this show i will i will say um i guess another not to be like i'm gonna answer your question with a question um, but I think another thing I also want to, like, kind of ask to get started is, like, not only what do you like about it, but also, like, what got you to start watching The Mandalorian? Because I think for a lot of people, The Mandalorian, and especially for those of us here, I think for a lot of us, The Mandalorian coming out sort of kickstarted our re-entry into Star Wars, like, not just Star Wars, like, enjoying it, but Star Wars fandom as a whole. Because, like, I can say I was have always loved Star Wars, right? But I hadn't watched The Mandalorian until like the pandemic really started because I was at home in my room all the time. So I started watching The Mandalorian and I was like, this is my best friend. And then I went back and watched everything else. And now I'm here because I was like, they keep trying to make me learn about this man. Fine. I give in. I give in to the mouse. Yeah, I also hadn't really engaged with Star Wars for a number of years. I was like just getting back into it because it was pan- it was like deep, deep pandemic times. And I was like, okay, I have nothing to do. I would love to like get back into this. And then the thing that actually made me start watching it, well, I think this will probably surprise no one now that we're sort of come full circle. But I was just like scrolling on TikTok and I saw some fan art of Cobb Band. <laughs> I saw some fan art of Cobb Band making out with Din Djarin. And I was like, who the fuck are these people? What is this show? Why are we drawing this? And then that's what inspired me to press play on the first episode. 
You're so powerful for that. Gay people are the most effective marketing. It works every time. The amount of shows that I have started watching, because I was like, oh, there's actual gay people in this. Not to say that that's the only thing. You have to have other things in your show that make it worth watching, but that's definitely a good marketing ploy. Um, I will say, um, this is something that I think is funny and aside about how I got into The Mandalorian, was that my dad was, who I watched The Clone Wars with growing up, my dad was always, was like, you need to watch The Mandalorian. It's so good, blah, blah, blah. Like, he'd always urge me. And whenever my dad tells me to watch a show as a show as an adult, love him to pieces. I'm always like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And then I don't. But I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll do it. And then I watched it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. And I would try to talk to him about it. And he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, oh. And then I realized that I was in way too deep. And now I have a podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, the first season came out like late 2019 so like right before the rise of skywalker came out and it was like the first thing on disney plus and you know i'm i work in entertainment i'm sadly too much with the shit so like i was already gonna watch it i was already a kind of big in to star wars fandom anyway and i was also like this was a time when like being a fan it was difficult it was you were in the trenches this was before even The Rise of Skywalker came out. We were, it, it was a rough time. So when they were like, there's going to be a new Star Wars and it's a big deal. And there's this Nan. Um, I was like, I'm ready. I will, I will also freely admit, I think I've said this on the show before, that like, because they were completely hiding Grogu, they were really trying to market it as like the way they've always marketed like Boba Fett in the same way of like, he's a badass gunslinger kind of guy. And like, and I was just like, and why should I care? This is not giving me anything new. Okay, sure. That's so funny to look back on now. Um, But, like, it, it, I was just like, okay. Like, I'm going to watch it because it's Star Wars and it's not the sequels, which lower me in my grave so you'll let me down one less time. But, like, I was like, okay, fine. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, okay. I've decided to make this my personality. But I, I was going in as a bit of a hater. Also, just because I was like, oh, so you can't see his face. And what was the reason why he couldn't have been a woman? None. There's zero reason. There's zero. Except for that they knew they couldn't market all of Disney Plus on the back of a woman. So, yeah, I was I was being like some sort of insufferable bitch feminist on the internet about it. But then it was Pedro Pascal and I was like, I'll let it slide. Um, <laughs> feminism is out the window, actually, this time around. Um you know, and 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 Pedro, it was Pedro Pedro Pascal, and I was like, oh, and suddenly I'm extremely patriotic. Like I was like, yeah. Uh, suddenly, I I don't care actually. Um, You're about like, shut up, cocksuckers. Salute the yeah. flag. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> I was like, stand for our boys in silver. I was like, literally, I can't. Um, yeah. And then after that, I became some sort of demon. But um, it, it was yeah. I mean, it came out before that. I remember distinctly when the episode where. Grogu force heals for the first time came out and all the bitches were fighting about it online and that was the episode that came out like the Friday before the rise of Skywalker came out where Rey force heals somebody and the girlies were freaking out on the timeline they were like I I don't know if that was on purpose or anything everyone was like this is crazy whatever I think it was just because it was you know Star Wars fans they'll make a fucking deal out of anything but like even in a positive way, the girlies were freaking out about it. They were like, oh, my God, maybe Star Wars is good. Well, and then it was Rise of Skywalker. So, but like, um, I do remember it, it just really was like a moment in time. And we were having, we were, we were having, it was just kind of, it was also very fun. Like we hadn't had a lot of fun 
in Star Wars fandom in a bit. Um, as a Star Wars fandom, I don't think we had had fun. We had been fighting like literal Russian trolls since The Last Jedi came out. So it was just like, oh my god, we have something to talk about every week. Slay. And this was before like Grogu capitalism had blown up and everything like that. And also before the pandemic. So, um, you know, and then by season two, you know, I was all in, obviously. So as I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast, uh the mandalorian is what got me into star wars i mean i guess if you haven't listened to our podcast before now you're finding out now yeah the mandalorian i'm one of the people who got into star wars after the mandalorian um but really i i didn't get into the fandom until like after season two and like during the pandemic because you know everyone went off the shits but i remember when season one was coming out uh, everyone's like oh a new star wars show oh. and i had been watching the sequel movies and i was like uh maybe i'll watch it i have no idea what the fuck is happening but yeah uh i think season uh episode two had already came out when i started watching because people were like oh my god look at this little fucking baby yoda motherfucker and i was i saw a picture of grogu and i was like what is that He's kind of weird looking, but I loved fucked up little Muppet looking things. So <laughs> I was like, I have to find out what's going on in the Star Wars show, even though I don't particularly care much, even though I am watching the movies. I'm just I'm just really obsessed that your first reaction to seeing Gogurt was, what the fuck is that? Why does he look like that? <laughs> to be fair, that is the reaction of every single person in the show to seeing Grogu. Yeah, to be fair. That's fair. Yeah, and then that um, little Muppet you know, creature. <laughs> that that happened. I remember defending Grogu with my whole fucking life when my one friend was like, "I hate this motherfucker." They're just using him for capitalism. I was like, "He's cute though." And now I also am like, "I'm so sick of seeing you, you, you stupid little green bean." He's still cute. It's just Disney. If you keep putting him on everything, I'm going to destroy you. And myself, but the, <laughs> um, then season two came out, and I became crazy and was like, "What if I make TikToks?" And now we're here with the rest of these gay people. So <laughs> the domino effect is truly something that is wild. Yeah, with the Mandalorian. Also, because of the Mandalorian and like them making so many references to like Clone Wars and like Rebels and stuff in season two, I was just like, I need to know what the fuck is going on. And because I liked it so much, my one friend was like, "Do you want to watch the Clone Wars with me?" This is also after I had rewatched all the movies with my older sister, and I was just like, huh, "Hmm, maybe I do like Star Wars. Maybe I should have watched these a lot earlier earlier in my life. Maybe I shouldn't have been afraid of Jar Jar Binks." And Darth Maul. I like the idea, that, like, I know, because we've talked about this before, I like the idea of little child you having thought that Jar Jar Binks and Darth Maul have a large part, large role yeah. in the overall Star Wars <laughs> narrative, yeah. and that's how stopping shocked, you. How shocked me and my older sister were when we saw Darth Maul get cut in half, and we're like, <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> goodbye. But it was fun seeing him in the Clone Wars, too. So, yeah, I will always hold Dinjar in, in a special place in my heart because it's like, because of you, we have all these fun friends and this silly little podcast. Thanks, Dinjar, and thanks, Pedro Pascal. 
yeah, Pedro, it is really, is it because of Pedro Pascal that, you know, we are here today? Who can say? Yeah, The Mandalorian is the reason I also got back into Star Wars, shocking term events. Um, I was still in college. I, I have a very distinct and fond memory of my homies um, and I sitting down to watch, um, I, I think it was the first two episodes together. And um, being like, just, just being like, oh my god, this is so slay. Also having no idea when in the timeline it took place. I was like, is this happening during like Return of the Jedi? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? So it was just like a really, I don't know, great time. Also, I will say, native Twitter during like the first season of Mandalorian was a fucking wild fucking place to be. The way that indigenous communities online have clung to Grogu as though he is their own son, their own baby. Insane. It needs to be studied. I will also say Latino, Latino memes, Latino uh, Grogu memes. And then of course, specifically Chilean Grogu memes. They were just, they were so everywhere, especially, especially, I would say before we knew his name, absolutely off the charts, completely off the rails consistently. I don't know what it, what it is about that little man where everyone's like, that's our son. Every ethnicity is like, that's our boy. No, not Claudia being like, uh, yeah, every ethnicity. <laughs> no, we are was- one race, the human race or whatever Grogu is. <laughs> I will say something about Grogu. The girlies are down to fight. I know um when I watched The Mandalorian with my mom, um, she was so worried about Grogu. Like anytime he would do anything, she'd be like, oh my God, get him. Oh God, is he okay? He hasn't, ch- no, then this is one thing she brings up. Basically anytime you talk about The Mandalorian, I don't think he's a very good father. He hasn't changed Grogu's diaper yet. <laughs> but that's, and I was like, that's a decent point. Like, no, yeah, it's true. No, I get it. But I was like, maybe he just did it off screen. She's like, no, he didn't. He wears gloves. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's so true. Grogu doesn't poop, not clickbait. Well, I mean, we've never seen anyone. Well, no, that's not true because Wedge, Wedge Antilles went to the bathroom. Also, he peed. Additionally, may I just say that one. Um, Orlin. Oh fuck! What is his last name? Orlin Malo. Orlin Malo. Why was I gonna call? Him? I don't know what the fuck I was gonna call him. I think I was gonna call him Orlin Otto. Orlin Motto. <laughs> Motto. Jesus Christ! Orlin Malo has canonically pissed himself. Yeah, he did. If fun fact, if you haven't read Convergence yet, spoilers for Convergence. He does piss <laughs> he himself. Did, well, he does. He inks himself and the okay, bed. Okay, so that could be. That's either come or piss. Who knows? <laughs> Why would or it a secret worse third thing? Inking. I don't think that's what how that works. I don't think that octopuses are like, oh my god, I'm gonna ink. Like like fighting um, Nemo? It's octopi. Why is the plural okay. for octopus is octopi? Okay, why are you getting all up in my octopusy over this? Come on. I was I was not ready to come on this podcast and have cephalopod discourse today, but I'm glad that this is where we've gone. <laughs> Not the first time we have had cephalopod discourse on this podcast. <laughs> what I think is so dark is the idea that someone, a new listener who like hears next week's episode, which is going to be the first episode of the Mandalorian season three, is like, I want to like hear other things that they have said. They click onto this episode and it's like, oh my god, Megan, oh my god, 
octopus come like what the fuck is wrong with us <laughs> this is telling people exactly what we're about and what they're getting into i think this is exactly a good picture anyway so mandalorian what's also that about big... i was also gonna say I... the mandalorian is the first canonical time we do see a toilet in star wars like on screen so not true <laughs> okay okay no, no because screen. i I do not want people to think that we are like a piss-centric podcast because we've now devoted like four <laughs> uninterrupted minutes to we're talking about people. Right? We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. Okay. I feel that piss gets mentioned a lot on this podcast, but not for the reason you might think. For our listeners at home, we we tend we we tend to have nice and interesting critical discussion. Most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No, I can talk about things I liked about the Mandalorian if none of you fuckers can get it together. Well, one, obviously the token the thing that's in every Star Wars, the found family of it, of Din and Grogu being uh, you know, father child trope of gruff man finds the love of a child and changes. Um there's also their other extended family members like Grief Karga and um, IG-11 Megan and Quill, may he rest in peace, fly hiking. If you haven't seen Mandalorian season one, I don't know why you're here. But yeah, spoilers for Mandalorian season one and season two. Um, Boba Fett got brought back because of the Mandalorian, so slay for that too major spoilers for the entire series if you haven't watched it go watch it and then come back and you will still not understand the jokes we're making about piss and megan <laughs> wait imagine sorry this is a tangent <laughs> oh this is a tangent anyway um imagine your favorite character in the mandalorian being Cobb vanth and you don't watch book of boba fett and then like you come back and you're like what happened to him what the fuck why does he have robo tommy too that's gonna be my dad and probably also my mom if she watches it i know we were trying to talk about positive things we like about the mandalorian this is a negative thing i have to say about the mandalorian casual viewers of this television show who are like i'm really sold on the mandalorian and that's it who didn't watch book of boba fett are going to come to this season and be like, what the fuck, Grogu is back with Din? What? Huh? Din has a fancy new fucking sports vehicle? What's going on? I just think that choice, like, we, we've talked about earlier, when we talked about the Book of Boba Fett, we were like, this would have been better as, like, a story arc in a longer season of The Mandalorian. Like, we talked about that, but, like, from a, from a business perspective, eh. no, but, like, the whole reason that they're doing a million reboots and universe extensions of everything is to like have an onboarding point for different people and the mandalorian is like the number one best example of doing that successfully and you've got people i mean i'll look on this podcast who came back to the thing you've got people who came to the thing for the first time you've got people who became super fans you got people who you know just became casual fans you got people who were like i just watched the mandalorian and that's good like you have different layers of people and it's like I just keep thinking, like, what's the purpose? Like, obviously, it's to build out and connect with everything else because, like, they're 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 leaning whole ham into, like, all of the Rebels stuff. Obviously, they're doing that a little bit more with Ahsoka or whatever. But, like, 
it's it's like okay well if my my thing is like okay you you brought on all these people to be interested in the mandalorian like and then they're like the show is not going to work without another show in it and like i don't know because me and me inherently uh, like if it outside of it like i i like when things are interconnected i like when it's like no you gotta you gotta connect the dots whatever but that is not the way that most like modern big franchise media is made in the first place i'm like you either go whole ham with it like the high republic where it is like an interconnected fucking patchwork and we've talked about that too where it's like it is hard to consume all of that because it's across multiple publishers it's the same deal you either go kind of whole ham with that or you do something like the mandalorian where like you could just watch that and you're fine but like don't do this kind of thing in the middle like who are making who's making these decisions and why i just have to know because it's like what do you expect the outcome to be like i just don't it's just it's so it's so puzzling and like i know like that ending was crazy with like luke skywalker whatever but everyone was asking like okay well how do you con- how do you continue the show from here like i uh, um to and to me like i remember being shocked by the thing in the book of boba fett because it was like oh like oh he he's getting him back immediately i thought like maybe he would show up in the context of Mandalorian stuff because he's with Boba Fett. But it's not, like, I was shocked because it was, like, it took away from Boba Fett's story. But I was also shocked because I was like, oh, you'd think that they would do a sort of a thing of, like, Din Djarin's roundabout by himself, figuring out Mandalorian shit, and then he is reunited with, like, I feel like that shit with Grogu could have been, like, at the end of this season or something like that. Like, it very much felt like, uh-huh. I, it, it just... Anyways... What's what's the both narrative and financial purpose of this? Who can say? Who can say? I I have similar feelings re Grogu sort of launching back into Din's story. It's not a it's something that I necessarily like really, really strongly dislike or whatever, but I do feel it sort of undercuts a lot of the really good emotions that we got at the end of season two. And I sort of wonder where we go from here because like they had a really natural conclusion. Uh, not for like Din's story, but for like the Din and Grogu story. And I was kind of thinking like, oh, a perspective season three will just be like focusing on this guy figuring his life out now that he's no longer playing father figure. And then they sort of like immediately said, well, never mind. They're back together. It's totally fine. And like, like we've been saying, there's a lot of people who didn't watch the book of Boba Fett that are going to come back to this season and go, what the fuck? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not mad about it because I love their relationship and I like a lot of the themes that it explores, but I do wonder, I guess, where that's going to be headed. No, and I agree 100% with what you guys are saying. Um, I think like Claudia said, a really nice thing about The Mandalorian is that it's a good on-ramp for people who maybe have seen a couple of the movies or maybe watched part of the TV shows and was just like, I just want something that feels like Star Wars. And I think what's really nice is The Mandalorian is a huge departure from what we've seen in live action Star Wars up until that point, because like there's no Jedi in it. The Force is obviously like a part of the world, but it's not like the central part of the show. It just kind of shows what it's like to exist in the Star Wars universe. And what's also really nice about Din Djarin is that he's like, up until very recently, he's just kind of some guy. Like, there's nothing particularly special about him aside from like his skill and his status like as a part of the Children of the Watch. But even that, it's not like he's the leader. It's not like he's some sort of important figure. Like, he's just a guy. 
And I think that's what like a lot of people had been wanting from something like Star Wars. Um, and especially at the time where the whole like Ray nobody kind of situation was happening where a lot of people were having opinions. And like, I'll be clear, I liked this, this Ray's story in the sequel trilogy. So like, this is not me shitting on that. But I think that a lot of people were looking for something that wasn't based on identity and based on interconnectedness with other characters. And that's something Din Djarin gave us. You were never worried that like he's the grandson of whoever, except for like when the show very, very first came out when people were like, is this Corky Crease? <laughs> Y'all remember that? When people thought Dim was Corky before the show I came wasn't out? around for that. I didn't yeah, even know that, that was around. a thing until like right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, wow. girl, really thought was. every single character in The Mandalorian was quirky until it, the show really got into it. You guys, Axe Woves is quirky Crease. His name's an anagram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't do this. No, yeah. um, I, I really like that aspect of The Mandalorian about, like, Din just being some guy. I actually remember one of the complaints that I saw about the show when I finally, like, went on the internet about it was people being like, well, there's no, like, big narrative. Like, we just, like, see him doing, like, random stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's, like, my favorite part about the whole show is, like, he's doing little errands. He's working for people. He's just sort of, like, making his way through the galaxy. And I found that both, like, compelling to watch because I like the sort of character. But also, like, it was very fun. And also, I know some people were like, well, he can't stop running into other, like, main characters. And I was like, yeah, but, like, I, I thought that was fun. I enjoyed him having one-off adventures with people that I was like, I know her. And then, like, having their paths basically, like, totally diverge after that. Um, I just, I like the some guy aspect. I tend to like those stories a lot more. And I, I also, um, I think that a lot of their one-off narratives sort of had to be more compelling on their own. Like, they had to stand on their own merit. Like, yes, I'm a Cobb Vance stand, but I also think that, like, The Marshall is a really good episode of TV. It has a really nice self-contained story that's fun to go back to. Yeah, I guess by, like, the structure itself, um, where it's like, here's a guy who people always joke, oh, he doesn't know a lot about Star Wars. Well, yeah, because he's just one of billions of people who live in a fucking galaxy. You guys gotta stop making that fucking joke. Um, but like, here's a guy who's just like you, who doesn't know that much about Star Wars, and he's meeting all the little people. It, it was literally like, let's take a li- let's take a little journey to through a Star War, and that's also why, of course, people always have one a one opinion, and then they swing to the other one because then when it became oh, it's cameo central, I was like, first of all, you guys don't know what the word cameo means, you don't. Second of all, him meeting people who do exist within this universe who it would make sense during this time period for them to show up in these situations is that's not cameo central. It's not like if he's looking for the one Jedi who's alive, Luke Skywalker showing up kind of, it fucking makes sense. Like, I, I don't know what the McFucking tell you. Like, I, you know, it's, it's whether you like some of those choices or not, it was very like, I was like, guys, that is a part of the structure of the show is that he is introducing you to star Wars. He's like, he he's, he is YN. Dinjarin is YN, like, and whatever. And that's okay. And that's what makes it special. Like, and people are like, oh, Cameo Fest or whatever. I'm like, that is the show. Guys, I have horrible news. Stan Lee showing up in a Marvel movie is a cameo. Bo-Katan showing up in a show about Mandalorians and having a significant impact on the plot is not a cameo. A cameo is literally like, 10 seconds where a character shows up or someone's in the background of a scene it's not 
plot relevant character appears and impacts the plot. Also, um, I do want to comment on something that you said, Claudia, about people being like, oh my god, Din Djarin doesn't know what he's talking about because he's like, doesn't know anything about Star Wars, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's a himbo. Girl, first of all, Din Djarin's not a himbo. Let's get that fucking straight. Um, what I think is, first of all, he's very sheltered. And I think that that is intentional on behalf of the story of the, of the writers and saying like, we want to create a character who is good at what he does, but is maybe not like a history buff or even like a world politics buff, whatever, because it's easier for a viewer to then project themselves onto him and learn through his POV. What I also think would be really funny is if Din Djarin is like those kids who are like really smart and know a lot about one thing, like kids who know a lot about the Titanic, but not a lot about history in general. Like he knows a lot about Starlight Beacon, but not a lot about like the empire or politics. People are like, oh, he doesn't know about Star Wars. I was like, it's not only a good character thing. I think it's also a good world building thing because this is a very weird period of time in Star Wars. It's like five years after the ending of the Empire. So like through the eyes of somebody who's just like fucking vibing and like, you know, not only is is was he always a bit disconnected. He lived from he was from like a disconnected community you know from a diaspora also but like he's he was from a disconnected community from a fucking cult um and then he also then has a very transient job you really get to get the vibe of a lot of different like how the galaxy is operating right now in this like limbo time um you know and we've talked about like how political does star wars get or whatever like this isn't a particularly political show but like they we they do weave it in to all the different things i mean Cara Dune is there whatever but they're very much like trying to show us like what is it like to live and survive during this time um what is the aftermath of this you know for different people um and I think that that's like I don't know it's also it's just like a part of the world building he's not an idiot also yeah why do people call him I'm like do you guys know what the word himbo means quickly no, I, yeah, he's not a himbo, um, but, but also, um, whenever anyone's like, well, he doesn't know what a Jedi is, I'm like, babe, who would? He, like, has grown up in a time period where that's not public knowledge, like, also, leave my like, man the alone. Empire, like, the Empire literally, like, made it so people would think that the Jedi were not real. They literally, like, erased the Jedi, like, they committed genocide against the Jedi. So, like, him being like, what is a Jedi? That's like everyone in the galaxy at that point who wasn't literally affected by the Jedi, like personally. No, literally. And that's why whenever anyone is like, well, Din doesn't know what the Jedi is. I'm like, babe, you only know that because you can watch these as movies. Like people living in the time period that he's living in, they wouldn't know who the, like what that is. They literally are like likening that to magic. Like, doesn't he at one point call the Jedi like an enemy clan of sorcerers or something? Because like, that's like what the armor describes them as. Well, but the, the other piece is not only is the general culture of the galaxy, like, there was a cultural genocide to make sure that they were forgotten in less than 30 years, but also, like, he is specifically from a culture that doesn't, like, the, I mean, they used to have a lot of information or whatever, but that, like, he is specifically from a culture where they considered the Jedi their enemy and from a, a subset of that culture that has cut itself off and doesn't have a lot of knowledge of even the rest of the world. So he had, like, the one-two punch. Like, of course he wouldn't know what the fuck a Jedi is or something like that. Like, he literally... 
my man's was fucking homeschooled okay and then he's finding out about the donner party later on on fucking wikipedia like <laughs> like claudia said you know he grew up in a little not cult they're kind of cultish though a little subset of mandalorian culture where i'm pretty sure like don't they even say that like um only a few of them or maybe even just one of them are allowed to even like leave the like covert like area at a time because you know they're being all sneaky sneaky about everything that they're doing down there and yeah they do so of course din doesn't know what the fuck is going on because probably it, it seemed like he hadn't even like left that place until he got like way older maybe like even a few years before the mandalorian started and this man probably in like his 30s was it sorry no somebody made a joke about what was that netflix show about the girl in the bunker Oh, Unbreakable uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, Kimmy Schmidt. Thank <laughs> the you. The Tina Fey like, show. Hey, no, shut up. Why did I almost say Supernatural? <laughs> no. Stop, Ollie. Free yourself. Oh no, my. Oh my God, <laughs> guys. Din, guys, Din Djarin is stuck in the Men of Letters bunker. We have to get no. him out. Get him out of there. He's he's hanging out with Lata. <laughs> so true. No, because then he would have been more informed about what's going on in the world. <laughs> he would have known what the fuck the Jedi were. Din Djarin and Carlos are kissing on the mouth. <laughs> Jokes for people who watch the supernatural prequel that we just <laughs> Anyway, um what I was gonna say was also like um I remember there being jokes about how the Mandalorian is basically the story of if you were Kimmy Schmidt coming out of your bunker. Wait, I made that post. But I made a joke that like the Mandalorian is basically the story of, of like Kimmy Schmidt came out of her bunker and like didn't know what anything was and then like accidentally met the Pope. Like that's basically what it is. Um and didn't know what that meant what that was. Um and that's basically like you guys gotta you guys gotta give this man some slack. Um he also isn't stupid. Like he's 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 quite smart at a lot of things. You um, saw that he could speak the Tuscan language. Like who else like no one in Freetown well it wasn't Freetown yet, but like could speak the Tuscan language. They're just like dang those tuscans and then din is like hold on i'm gonna go speak to them i'm sorry the tumblr post that i made on december 18th 2020 was the mandalorian is the equivalent of if kimmy schmidt rolled out of her cult bunker and found a baby that looked like the pope drove it around in a broken toyota while wearing an armani suit and then immediately met beyonce not knowing who she is I'm sorry, are you comparing so Grogu's burlap sack to <laughs> the Pope's I think the I think the crazier thing is Claudia is comparing Yoda to the Pope. Because you said looks yeah. like the Pope. Like <laughs> a major, a major religious figure. Pope Yoda. <laughs> actually, no, it's oh Pope Yaddle. It's actually baby Pope. <laughs> Stop. No, I no. baby Francis, baby baby Francis. Baby oh, my Francis. <laughs> oh my god, baby baby Francis the eighth. Eighth? That's not right. Anyway, baby baby Francis was exhumed by the baby Pope C with the <laughs> Who was giving Yoda a fucking copy of Undertale in Star Wars? Oh my god. 
Do you guys remember when someone, when Claudia brought a fan fiction that was Paul Blart Mall Cop in the Polish Reformation? Because it never leaves my mind. If as a listener, you're thinking there are, there are not enough fan fictions about Star Wars involving the Polish Reformation. You're right. Please write more. I would love to see them. Like, so, I mean, we've all talked a little bit about why we like the Mandalorian. Are there some, I wouldn't say, crit- like, do we have any critiques, but also some things that, like, we're concerned about for the upcoming season and stuff like that? Well, the big one we talked about already of, like, you know, if you didn't watch the Book of Boba Fett and um, Mando 2.5 hidden within the Book of Boba Fett, you'll be like, what the fuck is happening? I'm also very concerned about um, certain female characters. <laughs> that are gonna be in this season or more featured rather in the season Bo-Katan and um oh I was thinking about somehow Cara Dune has returned no no, she unfortunately she has passed away and by unfortunately I mean fortunately um (laughs) but no uh I that's my big concern is Jon Favreau my fucking enemy people have come for me on on TikTok before for saying that I don't like John Favreau because of what he did with the Book of Boba Fett, and I'm concerned about how he will portray um, Bo-Katan in this because his track record with writing women is abysmal. The bar is in hell, so we'll see how that goes. Once again, I'm trying not to have any expectations so that I don't get let down by anything, because if you don't expect anything, you you can't get hurt. <laughs> no, I will say, people talk about Bo-Katan a lot, and they're like, oh my gosh, well, she was so bad, and she was so evil, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, did you guys not watch Rebels? Because literally her entire arc in Rebels is her being like, yeah, I really like fucked up on that that was really bad of me and i'm like kind of like the worst person alive sabine i you need to help me and like do this and sabine's like fuck no girly i don't want to do this and then she's like sabine you need to do the right thing like Bo-Katan literally goes through so much growth and is literally like oh my god guys like i'm so much better i'm like she's learning she's healing so it'd be really fucking weird for her to suddenly be like i'm gonna be so fucked up and evil if you don't let me be the mandalore also i will say you know what i did just think about i'm thinking about john favreau and i was like dang when has john favreau also written a female character who has a lot of potential to be interesting but then made her very one-dimensional and basically a a lapdog for a male who's also a ginger i was like pepper potts the fact that John Favreau got his stanky hands on you in the MCU. I think about Pepper Potts in the MCU basically all the time and how she gets treated like dog shit. Like, guys, it's not looking good. Every time, like, John Favreau has always had this problem. If you're going to watch, watch Chef, Sofia Vergara and Chef, I'm so sorry that you're so one-dimensional, Queen. It's not your fault. Love that movie. I'll say it. I'm a Chef lover. She's not that important to the plot. And she's like the only woman there. I don't know. John Favreau just has a bit of a track record. Like, even the things of his that I really enjoy, every time a woman comes on screen, she has basically one personality trait. I know a lot of people have leveled a lot of the criticism for, like, Book of Boba Fett and for other things at Dave Filoni. And a lot of times, every time I'm like, no, actually, my guy, that was probably John Favreau. Um, and then it's not like Dave Filoni is without his thought, his his thoughts, without his faults. Um, but I will say, like, Bo-Katan is one of his characters who came from animation and, you know, we liked what they kind of did with her in Rebels and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that, like, 
he's taking the lead with her and obviously any of the other rebels characters um that's also why like i'm not that scared for the ahsoka series whatever i'm like those are his little guys like he's gonna he's gonna take care of them that being said expectations are low i'm hoping that bo katan like she's also like she's a middle-aged woman at this point like she's allowed to be a little fucked up and evil at this point as well i I support women's wrongs so i don't really if they they decide to make her fucked up and evil great I don't want her to be fucked up and evil, um, but my other worry about her character is just that regardless of what it is, if it does get to have any of the complexity I feel it deserves, I worry I'm going to see a lot of men on the internet who are not going to grasp that at all, or worse, willfully misinterpret like what happens with her. So that's also why I'm nervous, just because some of the discourse around the show, y'all need to calm down. It is not that heavy. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not a John Favreau girly a lot of the times. And um, I don't know. My expectations are in hell for women that he writes, but we will see. Oh yeah, Bo is based on Dave's wife. Forgot about that. Yeah, let's get that out there. I, I remember did not know that. I remember Katie Sackoff talking about that at Star Wars Celebration last year. But Bo Katan is like a lot of her traits when would it like come from Dave Filoni's wife so I'm like John if you do that it's gonna be a personal slight not only to me because Bo-Katan is like my baby girl on the side don't tell Mel but also is a lot like Dave Filoni's wife so that'd be a personal attack John Favreau just keep that in mind you trick-ass bitch sorry cheating on Mel with Dave Filoni's wife not clickbait (laughs) (laughs) but no like seriously if he like I don't I don't have the faith in John Favreau in writing Bogotan to be as like complex as she deserves, like have all the nuances there. He's gonna write her one noted where she's like, Oh, didn't you trick ass bitch? Give me the, the dark saber. I deserve to be Mandalore. And then all the dude bros are gonna be like, see, Bogotan's evil because yeah, like Ollie was saying before, it's like, did you guys not watch Rebels? Did you? They only ever talk about what she did in Clone Wars. Which side note, in the Clone Wars, isn't she in like, like her early twenties? Like maybe like not even, even like younger yet. Yeah, like she's probably like eighteen, nineteen, maybe younger, around that age. She's fucking still developing. Her brain's not like fully developed. She didn't know what she was doing. She was being groomed by Trickass, Death Watch, and what's his Groomed by groomed by Prey Visla, yeah. who's voiced by by John Favreau. No! <gasps> Wait, did he also voice Pre Paz Visla? Yes. Yeah. He's pre, pre and Paz. Oh. <laughs> Girl, he, no, get away is. from Bo Katan. It's a it's a fucking precedent is what it is. Do not trust Her any Vislas. Yeah, don't trust any of those trick-ass bitches. They're going to get into Mandalorian politics, which is a thing that they've kind of skirted around before. And I'm like, and how are we going to get into this one? Because the fights, it's going to... You know what? Honestly, the thing I'm the most scared of is the way people talk about it online. Because it's going to get so rowdy. And I'm like, it's not that deep. Like Noah said, it's not that deep. Oh my god, if I see fucking Kree's discourse again... Where they're talking about Satine and saying that, like, oh, Satine committed cultural genocide. I'm gonna lose my goddamn shit. Karen like, Travis I'm- has done, like, 
irreparable damage to Star Wars. Like, I say that not as a joke. And her consequences. Just, like, keep the Kree sisters out of your goddamn mouth if you're gonna say shit about them. And John Favreau, I'm, I'm coming for your ass <laughs> if Bo-Katan sucks. I can't wait for her axe watch. <gasps> okay! You mean dicks watch? <laughs> dicks nation, let's go. <laughs> dicks out for axe! Not dicks All right, out say less. <laughs> Mine is out. Okay, it's Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways point is yes instead of cody watch i think we need to transition into from the mando the for the mando <laughs> what the fuck is wrong i feel like that I sounds like something grief cargo would yeah, say exactly <laughs> oh looks like the mando's here <laughs> the mando anyways love you grief um i feel very grief cargo in this moment anyways i'm just saying axe wolves we know he's going to be in this season of The Mandalorian. It's just a matter of when. I am ready to... to First of all, I'm usually not pro-gatekeeping. I will gatekeep X-Wolves. And I'm not joking about that is the thing. He is my glove shido. There, I said it. I'm not afraid to admit it. You're so valid. I'm going to become some kind of monster as soon as we learn literally anything about him. If his name isn't actually Axe, if they decanonize his name being Axe and Wolves. No, that means they'd be decanonizing like fucking Anne or fucking Dix. Ane? Ane, sorry. You have to to say it like you sound like you're in pain. Ane? Ane? Okay, this is something I will say. The fact that, first of all, the fact that Casca Reeves is allegedly not going to be in this season fuck you guys um that is a funny thing is not to come out as a pro wrestling fan but like anyway now you guys know my deep dark secret but i remember being like not gonna lie i didn't start watching mandalorian until like season two but i remember being like oh my god sasha banks is gonna be in the mandalorian oh my god oh my god maybe i need to watch like she was a not insignificant reason as to why i started watching Beep, 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 beep. Not Haunted Doll Watch. Welcome to Fantastic. This is a show <laughs> within a show. What if I just introduced it exactly like if it was Haunted Doll Watch, but it's Fantastic? That would be funny. Um. Anyways, this is a part of the show where I come to you after searching the internet high and low um, for people's fan casts, and usually they're quite bad. And so I'm going to name off some actors um, that more than one person has considered for a role in Star Wars. And my my good friends here have to guess what character. Um, I found some today that are just... <sighs> wow. Are you all ready? I'm really excited about this. I have been ready since earlier today for context. I was sitting in the living room. Mel was in the other room. And I was minding my business, and suddenly I hear, oh my god, hysterical laughing. And I come in, I'm like, what? And they're like, I can't tell you yet. So I'm very excited. Okay. I'm trying to think where I want to start with this. Let's, 
let's dip our toes in to begin. These are two actors who were considered for the same character. Reese Darby, who is most known for his role as Steve Bonnet in Our Flag Means Death, and one Tom Hiddleston. The idea of the two of those men being considered for the same role is so funny. And I also don't know why my gut reaction was Keati Mundi, <laughs> which is like obviously not the answer, but I is think maybe a human if, if, character? No, it is not. Is it Grand Admiral Thrawn? It is not Thrawn. That is hilarious, though. Maybe if Reese Darby played Kiati Mundi, I would have more respect for him. Did you think Reese Darby could play Charles Roy? So <laughs> true. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Is, um, is this a character from the prequel era who was animated no. before and would now be live action? I have never seen this individual animated. Oh, so they already are played by an actor? They are played by an actor. I was about to ask if it was Kendall Roy. That's not, it is not Kendall Roy. Character. No, not Kendall I like Roy. the idea of they recast Kendall Roy by, with Reese Darby or Tom Hiddleston. No, I know, but like for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I bet it's Kendall Roy. What the fuck is wrong with me? No, I love that. What? Why did my brain go old Luke Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Roy's Jedi school. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So what we know, they're not human. They're mm -hmm. not animated. Mm -hmm. They're not from the prequel era. Not from the prequel era. <laughs> are they original from the trilogy? Orig Rebels. They are yeah. not from the original trilogy. Well, they're Rebels is animated. I believe a character of their same persuasion is in the original um, trilogy. Is this? Is this a recast or is this a it character a that we've not seen? Okay, okay. So it's an existing character. Mm -hmm. Rogue One? No, character? not Rogue One. <laughs> Galen Urso. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Solo character? Not a solo character. Not a sequel character. Kira as played by Reese Darby. <laughs> this character, we first saw them... I think that they're technically in one of the original trilogy movies, or at least someone who is the same type of character that they are, or type of individual that they are. However, we saw them in a TV show first. In Andor? Not in Andor. In The Mandalorian? In The Mandalorian. Hmm. So this is an alien character in the Mandalorian. I never said. I never said an alien character. Didn't you say it? Was, well, the so non-human. Yeah. Is a droid? It is a droid. C three It is IG eleven. Claudia, why would it be Claudia? Why would it be C three PO? Famed, famed Mandalorian character C three PO. I don't know. I my brain. I have a. Clue. I like. Okay. okay. I like IG 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 eleven is not. I don't think IG-11 is, is in the Mandalorian. IG-88's um, in the Mandalorian. I thought it was IG. One second. Hold on. Because terrible news, Reese Darby has already played one of those characters. No, IG-11 yes. is from the Mandalorian, first of all. Wait. So is I so IG-88 is the one who's from the tr original trilogy. Yes. yes. And that's so why Reese okay. Darby, 
Reese Darby voiced IG88 in a game already, and Taika Waititi <laughs> played IG11. What? I made a TikTok about the R flag means deathification of the IG series of droids. <laughs> Holy before. shit! So true. So, well, then why didn't you guess it? Can we get? Can we? Is there can any can we, Kano, can we get Con O'Neill in there somehow? <laughs> Con O'Neill <laughs> is Thrawn. <laughs> Thrawn O'Neill. Thrawn O'Neill. Holy shit! Okay. Anyways, I've got oh, to move shit. on because I've got so many more, and I'm thinking that maybe I bring some of these at a later date because they're just so good. Um, next I am going to name just one actor. Um, it is J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Darth Isn't Maul. A, not Darth Maul. I love where Is your head's at though. Character? Um, no. Savage? <laughs> not Savage Opress. Why Savage Opress? J.K. Simmons. Okay. <laughs> okay. Old, old Cal Kestis, like super old. Like he's like really old. Geriatric Cal Kestis. No, not geriatric Cal Kestis. Animated character. Has this character been animated? Yes. Yeah. Are they human? Yes. <clears throat> oh. Oh, um, is it, is it, um, um, <laughs> oh my god, why can I never remember his fucking name? Um, Glancy Brown from Rebels. Ryder Azadi? No. Yes. But, okay, but you can't tell me that J.K. Simmons would not kind of slay. Okay, but he looks nothing like him anyways. That's not the point. Think it about, just... no, think about who J.K. Simmons looks like. Is it the guy guy from Mandalore who's kind of an asshole? Oh, yeah. Olmec? That wasn't Mandalorian. Olmec, yeah. No, not Olmec. (laughs) That is hilarious. Is this a character from Rebels or from the Clone Wars? Neither. Well, technically, technically, they did appear in an episode of Clone Wars. Why is, like, Tan Devo? Not Tan Devo. He was originally in in live action, but he has appeared animated? No. Are they from a book? They are not from a book. Or a comic? Is this from a, a Mandalorian? Comic? Not from a comic, not a Mandalorian. Vildor Mac. Not Vildor Mac. <laughs> they just said they're not, not from a comic. Oh, wait, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Vildor Mac was in the Clone, Clone Wars? And he was like, guys, what am I doing I'm here? having visions. Oh, the demons, I'm having a flashback. <laughs> Vildor Mac be like, sorry. Guys, this is the one that took me out. Like, I had to, like... Is this like character it, this character first time we see them is in a is it a movie or in the Clone no. Wars TV show? Technically in the Clone Wars television show. And they do they appear in other things? Yes. They appear in in wait. Like what? Do they I, appear in Mandalorian? If I say where they are from, it's gonna give it away a little too quickly for my my liking. <laughs> if they're not from the Mandalorian. Okay. Andor? No. Not from Solo? Andor. Not from Solo. <laughs> Rogue One? I was just not from Rogue One. No, because I'm trying to... Movies? Guys, open your mind. <laughs> <laughs> guys, okay. The Star let's, Wars let's... holiday special? No. Guys, let's take a moment. Let's let's reassess. This is a character whose first appearance was technically in the Clone Wars. Are they better known for an appearance elsewhere? Yes. Okay. So we're working on it. And it's not a comic or a book. Yes. And it is... Is it Palpatine? No. <laughs> Claudia, Palpatine did not first appear in the Clone Wars. Oh, I'm stupid. Claudia, open your mind. I'm I'm trying. Is it in an audio drama? No. Uh, Is it a video game? Is it Fallen Order? No. 
Fuck. It's not okay. a video game. So they're It's not <laughs> so- Reese. All right, there goes my best guess. <laughs> okay, so it's not Okay, guys, guys, guys. Let's let's recenter. It's not It's it's they appeared in the Clone Wars first. They're better known for another appearance. It's not a comic, a book, a video game, or is it a live action show? No. Is it a movie? It, no. Is it? <laughs> I'm asking you, okay, open your mind. Think about what J.K. Simmons looks like. <laughs> like a white boy. Like, exactly. <laughs> open your mind. Why <laughs> was I like Professor X? Probably no. not. <laughs> Why do I want to say Baron Papanoida? No. That's fucking hilarious. I like where your mind is. Okay, so is the character... Is he like a Glupshido kind of character? No. Is this character a human? Yes. (laughs) So this is a human who is like... And they're well-known. Are they like the main character in their respected thing? Um, from a certain point of view. Wait, is it... Is it like old, bald-headed Darth Vader? No, it is not. (laughs) What would that have been in Clone Wars, Claudia? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I will say here. Let me, let me, let me get the scope a little closer. That was a hint, by the way. Um, The scope. Is is it crosshair? It is crosshair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh, my god. Camino, what was I supposed to do? No, I waited no. a million months until someone came and picked me up. <laughs> the, this, the farmer's insurance <laughs> commercial, but it's on Camino. No, okay. Here's the other thing about this that's really important for me to know. For you, for me to know. So I was looking, um, and you'll never guess the the crosshair, the crosshair casting for what it was for, if that makes sense. Because I'm look, I look on this site called MyCast.io. Um, and I was just kind of looking around. I was looking for something else, actually, which is going to be kind of my next point. Um, but I found this um, <laughs> in a fan, a, a proposed fan movie for Fennec. <gasps> Why the fuck? What is he doing? Oh my god, what? <laughs> um, additionally, Hunter would be um, <laughs> The Rock. So what? just... Just see the vision. Open your mind. <laughs> Not the rock. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna have a panic attack. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. Talk- okay. talking to Omega like it's five. It's about power. We see. <laughs> okay. Are you ready now? I have. I have two more. I think I want to do. Okay. All right. Here we go. Are you guys ready for this one? I don't think you're ready. I'm ready. I am so ready. Tina Fey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Sarah Palin. Get this, get this, get this. Jane Lynch. Okay. And finally, Sarah Silverman. Oh god. What the fuck? Okay, is this character in originally from animation or no? No, not from animation. So we're looking for a femme cell, right? I you I won't say if she's a femme cell or not. Okay, wait. Oh is this character not originally animated? human yes so this is a character who's in live action so this would be like a recast right yes are they a sequel character no 
Oh, because I was going to say Haldo. <laughs> I was going to say Phasma. <laughs> Jane Lynch's Phasma is kind of slay. Wait. Jane Lynch is no, Phasma's mom. <laughs> no, because I was just thinking about the concept of Tina Fey as Captain Phasma. <laughs> is she from The Mandalorian? I was just going to ask if she's from the prequels or the original trilogy. Not from the prequels or the original trilogy. Claudia, you're on the right track. From the Mandalorian. Yes. Yes. It is Pelimato. What, what okay. the fuck? Fuck you guys. Amy Sedaris does not act her ass off for y'all to recast her with Tina fucking Faye. My first thought was Pelimato, and I was like, nah, that's too easy. Okay, no, because you don't want fuck to hear Pelimoto's lines. No, because you don't want to hear Pelimoto's lines in the Tina Faye Sarah Palin voice because no okay no here's the thing amy sedaris i'm so sorry here's the thing guys i have i I could do two more but i kind of want to save it kind of like um like do little like whip it hits with this one (laughs) but also i think it'd be funny if i did it i feel like it's really relevant right now i think you should do it if it's relevant there will always be more here's the thing the great thing about it though there are um 19 for this character. So I can just kind of spread this out whenever. It's kind of like the new Gobi. Oh, um, nice. So are you guys ready? The new I'm Gobi? Ready. Isn't that the show with Zoe De Chanel? <laughs> the new Gobi. I love that. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Natalie Dormer. <laughs> oh. Emily Blunt. Oh, it's White Woman Wednesday, I see. Olivia Munn. <laughs> Rosario We're Dawson. Not. We're not. Oh, okay. Wow. We're Adrian, every actress. Adrian Palicki. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Stephanie Beatrice. Oh, it could be anybody. They really said United this, Colors of Benetton. Yeah. I'm like, this could be anyone. <laughs> Are they in live so, action? Yes. Are they animated? Is it Ahsoka? Yeah. Not Ahsoka. Not, uh, what did you say, Jess? Are, have they been animated? They have not been animated, to my knowledge. So is this a character from live action? Yes. They human? Yes. New Leia fan cast. No. I wish. Okay. Is it Kira? (laughs) It's not Kira. (laughs) I I wish it was Kira. That would be fucking hilarious. Padme? Were they in the prequels? Not in the prequels. Not Padme. Original trilogy? Not the original trilogy. Sequel trilogy? Not the sequels. Guys, there's been a, a theme in all of my fan casts thus far. So it's the Mandalorian. Oh, yes. they're in the Mandalorian. We're so stupid. Is it Cara Dune? It is Cara Dune. No. <laughs> I, like, I like recasting her with Rosario Dawson I just know. so that she can play both to, to as many roles as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're like, how many more bitches can we get? And like, next season, Pelly is also going to be played by <laughs> Rosario Dawson. We can't keep casting women. We have to, we have to consolidate <laughs> our roles. So yeah. Um, yeah, and then finally, I, I think this one's the good, a good one to kind of close off with. This is near and dear to my heart. Um, also, you know, it's Black History Month. I would love to um, kind of highlight this fan cast. Uh, this is all by, done by one, the same person. Um, <clears throat> the actors are Leslie Odom Jr., okay. Trevante <laughs> Rhodes, who was in Moonlight, uh, Yaya Abdul- Mateen the second. It's not Grief Karga. It's not Grief Karga. Is it, is Dan- it Moff Gideon? 
It's not Moff Gideon. It's not Din Djarin. Damn it. But are they from the Mandalorian? They are from the Mandalorian. Is it Axe Woves? It is Axe Woves! You have a fan cast for Axe Woves? Yes, and they decided to blackwash it, which honestly, slay! Leslie Odom Jr. as Axe Woves is so funny, because like, in what fucking world would he accept that role? <laughs> you know, like in the bathroom, um, and so he, he misses out on the whole mission. Instead um, of Michael in the bathroom, it's just about to fucking say that. Instead of Michael in the bathroom, it's Axe Woves in the bathroom. I, no, I, I was gonna say he's like, by himself. he's like, I want to be in the room where it happens because he missed it. Get it? Anyways, oh my god! Oh my god. So sorry, it's really I man. Do you guys ever heard of that that show, Hamilton? I yeah, love that. It's kind of obscure. Now you put fucking Axe Wove singing "Wait for It" in my, in my fucking. <laughs> mind. I'm willing to wait for it. <laughs> Yeah, him Wait waiting for, for them to come back to <laughs> <laughs> get his ass. Anyways, so thank you for playing this fun little game. Uh, once again, I think I think as we go through um, the the show, The Mandalorian season three, I will just come to you guys with like little little like bricks to the head, microdose you on Fantastic because I've got some good ones, guys. Are we ready for our favorite segment? Name that ship. Uh, the segment that we do pretty much every week um, where we find fan fictions or you send them to us. We have a form that you can fill it out in our show notes um, that have something interesting going on. Whether that is the ship, maybe that's the premise. Who knows? Um, you know, it could be funny. could be just interesting. could be whatever. Um, and we try to make each other guess. Uh, so we give the premise, we give the tags, and people have to guess what is the ship. Uh, or sometimes what is the crossover? We do this out of love for the medium of fan fiction and the fact that Star Wars is such a huge fandom that literally anything is possible. Roll the dice. So if you know of this fan fiction, if you can find it, do not go and harass anybody. This is this is all fun and games, okay? I'd like to t- start today with a fan fiction that was sent to me by Bean, our listener Bean. Thank you so much. Uh, the comment that they gave was, I'm so sorry for this. Relationships. Character A slash character B mentioned character A slash character C. I cannot give you because that would immediately give it away. (sighs) Mentioned character A slash another character from associated with character A that would give it away. Character D also mentioned character D slash another character who would give it away. Um, Also mentioned character A slash another character that would give it away the only characters who are tagged are character a and character b um this might give it away but i have to say it um additional tags crack treated seriously mpreg xenobiology marsupial insert (laughs) insert um species here rated m for my god what have i done the summary, um, the title is called Unexpectedly Expecting. This was orphaned, by the way. We don't know who wrote this. Um, the uh, summary is just character A isn't alone. What Who's else can fucking I kangaroo cock are we going to have to talk about on this show? <laughs> um, I have something to say. You is it here? Is it? Because here's the problem. I've seen, not only have I seen this, I've read it. And I'll tell you something else. If it's the one I'm thinking of, 
it's pretty good. <laughs> Do you so I will guess? refrain. I will refrain from speaking. Okay. Wait, were you? <laughs> did you say Zeb, Ollie? Though. Did I have to? <laughs> it is not Zeb. He then I haven't read this. Fiction. The fact that there, the fact that there are multiple fan fictions that are tagged marsupial biology about Zeb, and it, this one isn't him. Wow, I'm shocked. Sicken, by the way. I've read a couple <laughs> that are tagged like that that are callous of, and they're pretty funny. Anyway, wow, I feel like a dunce. Is it okay, Chewbacca? Okay, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to look at who's the most marsupial-like. Is this Han no. and Valence? Valence? Is no, it, it Han and Beeler? <laughs> no, it is not. Is it Rio... Durant? No, you guys are not even close. Okay, is Ray it two Skywalker. men? Skywalker. Well, yeah, it's two it men. It is two I men. I don't know why I asked. It is two oh. men. Are they human? They both are non-human. Is Darth Maul one of them? No, he is not. Oh, wow. Is Savage Opress one of them? No, he is not. Zebo? Who? Zebo from Rebels. All you bitches forget about is that. Hater, you are a fake fan. He's, you are he's, not a he's real he's Rebels Ephraim, fan. Ef- he's Ephraim and Mira Bridger's prison wife. He's the Rodian. Oh my god, I forgot about him. No, no, it's not him. Grease Fallen Order. No, it is not. I'm so surprised you guys are not getting this right okay, so, now. Like, so it's two non human men? Yes, and character A mentioned past wait wait um, wait 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 i think i have read this yes wait okay i'm gonna say something and i'm gonna sound fucking crazy and if if this is not it i think i have seen this i think i gotta mix up is it thrawn yes it, character a is thrawn Yuck, yes and it's not you a thrall fanfic is. what is the point thrawn and a man a non-human man is it a chiss yes okay i know exactly no, who it is it is not a chiss and no, the people I, the people that he is shipped with are mentioned Thrawn Samacro, mentioned Thrawn Bakif, mentioned Thrawn one, Arlani. Yeah, the fucking guy, the mentioned... one guy from Legends, the fucking purple no. man. I, wait, no, wait, no, 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 but it's 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 it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's Ungali? No, okay, guys, okay, it's... okay, guys, guys. Can I say all it? of the other all of the other ships are are all ones associated with Thrawn already. Character B is not. Can I say it? Yeah. It's Yoda, right? Yeah, it is. It is Yon yeah. slash Yoda. Also, it's like really short. Again, this is a crack fic. This is a joke. Yeah. Only I'm like thinking about how, why have you seen so many marsupial? Yeah. yeah. I met you. Okay. No, because I'll say it. Maybe I clicked the tag because I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was entertained. Okay. Okay, you know what? I read a Kalazeb fan fiction one time where Zeb was very marsupial coded, and I was like, "That shit slapped." What am I supposed to say? You want me to? You want me to defend myself? No, I don't have to. I'm right. You're so valid. Thank you. I have brought a fan fiction today as well. Um, this was sent to us um by at Doom Patrol 2019 on Twitter. First of all, sorry about Doom Patrol. God bless. Um, you're stronger than any U.S. soldier. They have sent me this fanfiction. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of characters. 
it's a crossover. So I'm going to read you. And I think... Here's the problem. I think I may have mentioned it. And I know for a fact Noah is the only one who has absolutely no idea about it. So if it jumps to your guys' heads and you remember, then kindly stay silent. (laughs) Okay. Let me go ahead. There's no real ship. This is, there are ships, but it's more about the crossover. This is a crossover of a couple things. First, character A and character B and character C and character D and character E and character F. There's a bunch of combinations of like character and character from the crossover, so I'm not going to say those. But there's a bunch of ships that are all from that original source material that I'm also not going to say. Just because it would be, there's so much here and it's not really relevant to helping you guess. Um, But then we get some Star Wars characters. So it's character A and Ahsoka Tano. Character A and Mace Windu. Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano. Past Padme Amidala slash Anakin Skywalker. Character A and Anakin Skywalker. Character A and a different character from something else. Um, A bunch of other characters from source material. Um, yeah. And then all the characters are from the source material, except for, um, Mace Windu, Ahsoka Tano, Anakin Skywalker. And (laughs) I'm going to read the summary. After her master's death during Order 66, Padawan character A, who is from the other piece of media, returns to her family on Coruscant. I can't give you more than that because it will immediately give it away, but... I have been thinking about this nonstop. Okay. I know that was such a mess. I'm sorry. But as soon as you find out what it is, it's going to make sense. Is the cross... So the crossover is another piece of media, yes? Yes, correct. So it's not the Polish Reformation? It's not... No. Okay. I feel like this character Um, probably was there, though. It's probably her fault. Okay. (laughs) That's not true. That's a joke. (laughs) Is it supernatural? (laughs) No, if no, it's it's nothing that trite. Okay, is it a TV show? Yes, it is. Is it psych? Okay. It's not psych. There are a lot of psych supernatural crossovers, though. I will say. Um, was this a recent TV show, or is it kind of older? Um, it's not like crazy old. I think it's like. Oh God, I think it like might be like about to be ten years old. Okay. Um, this is one that I know for a fact that you guys all know. Noah, I have heard you talk about it. This about this show? Yes, correct. And it's almost ten years old. Yes. Oh my god! Now I'm like, what shows have I watched in my lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even feel like you have to watch this show to know it. It's truly through like cultural osmosis. The girls. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, this is girl. She's he- gr- freaking. What's her name? <laughs> what this is, is her it. name? This is oh a, my god! This, this is a Hannah Horvath crossover fic where she, <laughs> Show Shmarnie, and Jessa are in Star Wars. Whoa, that's the names of those characters. That's yeah, so bad. and they're all I awful. I love it. The show's the show's terrible. It's like really bad. <laughs> That's not the show in question. Okay, so it's not the award-winning, critically acclaimed sitcom Girls. 
Um, would you say, is this like a comedy? Is it a drama? Um, this, <laughs> the, the, the original show is like a comedy. It's almost a sitcom, I think. It is a sitcom. Is it New Girl? I haven't talked about New Girl, but. It's, it's not New Girl. <laughs> how I Met Your Mother. I was no. literally just going to say that. It's no, not because how it's I met your the show mother. that Ollie, Ollie says that I've talked about, and I don't really, I don't watch any of those. Community? No. No, it's something I can't speak or he'll give it away. Is no, it currently uh, airing? It's not currently airing. Fuck no, it is not currently airing. Is it X Men Evolution? Wish- <laughs> is it girls? <laughs> I literally <laughs> said that earlier. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, also, sorry. no, also, can we go back? Can we go back? X Men Evolution, the sitcom? <laughs> Noah. It's kind of a sitcom. It has sitcom Noah, moments. There's a, I mean, there is a laugh track in this show. Oh, wow. And I've watched it? I don't know if you've necessarily watched it, but you know is it victorious? It says victorious. Um, oh my god. Is, is fan- one of the characters a- Trina Vega? <laughs> I mean, she is there. This is the, I will read you the summary now. After her, master, after her master's death during Order 66, Padawan Victoria Vega returns to her family on Coruscant. While there, she discovers a hidden talent for singing and is enrolled in Coruscant Arts High School. Here, she makes new friends, but she must conceal her past if she wants any hope of avoiding the new galactic empire. Wait, Ollie, did, Wait, you, did you show me so this so traumatic I feel for like me. we have talked about this. Jess, I literally said that some of you know about this. Okay, so you're back? Back. to me. So wait, this is a this is a post order sixty six victorious fanfic. <laughs> yes, it is where Tori escapes order sixty six as a Padawan. Basically, she's like Cal Kestis if Cal Kestis went and decided to be a singer instead of a lo- instead of um uh, um a scavenger. I thought you were just gonna say <laughs> if, if he decided to be a singer instead of a loser. I was like, oh, okay, clear. Cal Kestis. We got that story in fucking Visions with that. With, with oh, yeah. Right? Oh, my God. No, oh my because. God, no. Where's Trina no. Vega in this fan fiction? Trina, I think, just is like there. Like, Trina's just like. She, I mean, she's within Tori's family. So, like. I think that Trina Vega is, could bring is... balance to the force. RIP to the flop Anakin Skywalker, but I know also, that my girl Trina could do it. I really need this person to finish writing it. Also, it's a crossover with iCarly and Zoe 101 as well. Um, but there are still Star Wars characters what? in it. Um, also, I will let you know that this fix ships Andre and Tori. Well, we all know that Jade and Tori is the superior ship. So let's get that straight. That's the only yeah. recommendation. The only switch I would have. This also ships This also ships Carly and Freddie. And I'm like, that's fine. But I feel like we can do better. I feel like we can do better too. Wow, that was incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh my god, I'm I'm so happy to have shared it. Mel told me it wasn't funny, so I didn't bring it sooner. I sent me this in like November. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Thanks, guys. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us this week for RuPaul's Pod Race. Since The Mandalorian comes back this week, so do we with weekly coverage. That's right, we're back in business, boys. Meat's back on the menu. <laughs> Lord of the Rings reference. Anyway, sorry. Um, I got it, Claudia. Don't worry. I know. We got it. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. It's a a really old meme, and I forget that people under twenty five are most of the people listening to this podcast. Anyway, um, yes, we're going back to weekly episodes. You can look out for our first Mandalorian episode next Sunday. If you miss us between Rupalps episodes, though, make sure you subscribe to our hosts' other podcasts. 
um, Jess's High Republic tabletop RPG for Light and Dice. Ollie and I are Supernatural podcast where we force ourselves to rewatch it so no one else will. The Mystery Spot cast. Um, no Supernatural knowledge is required. Frankly, you will enjoy it more that way. Um, and also Noah's podcast with friend of the podcast uh, Sage from Fulcrum Transmissions, Cowboys and Slaybots, where they talk about the latest in pop culture. As always, for updates, Star Wars news, our reactions to the High Republic Phase 2, more cursed shit. Um, you can follow us on social media at Rupalps Pod Race on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr. If you want to ask us a question, send us a question to our TikTok QA, our Tumblr Ask Box, or just email us at rupalpspodrace at gmail.com. If you really love the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, Overcast, whatever podcast app you use that allows for rating and review it if you haven't already done it please please do it also tell one friend like an mlm once again thanks for listening may the force be with you and don't crip it up waka 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 waka, waka. waka, waka.